Hello, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 2, Episode 7. I am Collins. And I am your host, Frank. And we're here to do uh, the third Japanese fountain pen company, Platinum. Yep, we figured we'll wrap everything up for the Japanese companies and uh, we'll explore maybe like a German one later on. Well, I mean, don't let's not give it away. Like, you know, there could be. <laughs> well, there's a lot of German companies or well, European companies. Yeah, or, yeah. Watch this when we get there. <laughs> yeah, but well, what's interesting with platinum is that um, while I would say that I have a pretty good knowledge of uh, better than average knowledge of fountain pens and everything, I have very little experience with platinum. Um, I've dabbled more so with Sailor and Pilot. You know, I never really noticed that until you told me over the mm-hmm. other day. Yeah. I have one platinum pen, which is the Platinum Plan Seer. It, it was one of the first pens I bought, but since then I haven't really do- dove into That's platinum. One of at the all. Uh, beginner ones, right? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Alrighty then. And uh, well, I guess uh, in that case, I may have to be the one covering most of the pun and stuff. Well, well, how about this? Like, you know, we've talked about like what <laughs> the brands really um, exemplified, right? Like, Pilot uh kind of has all sorts of different pens and all sorts of different ranges like you can like they they're kind of like a shotgun effect for whatever right yeah. well i, um, I but think they're also very i think the descri- uh, describing pilot as a pen ink company make complete sense if you really think about yes their goal is to sell yeah. ink so like i can they're gonna, they're gonna but, give you all kind of tools like it's gonna use ink <laughs> but they're not they're not stuck on certain brands or certain loyalty to a certain price range or any kind of uh certain categories per se right but you we also categorize pilot as very by the books right they're very sterile not sterile but like they're very like they're very cut whereas sailor is very niche market like special editions are like what they're all about (laughs) i think what sailor has so many now that even some people's questioning whether they actually put effort into it now <laughs> there's yeah. just so many variety nowadays uh like i think their latest one the limited edition is like a blue pen with just a red end cap and some people's <laughs> question just like really really sailor that's all you could do that's all you're gonna give us but uh yeah and sailor is just a niche it has really become like a, a super limited edition focused company uh, to my uh i won't say understanding but to at least how that's how I, I felt and how a lot of people probably felt as well so how would you classify platinum as a company mm, one is a i would say is a interesting company yeah <laughs> it has two sides to it right so mm-hmm. I, I think uh, we need to get a little bit back into plans on history um i'm not sure you know but plan originally is called nakaya 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so like that's their original name. Their not original Platinum. name is Nakaya. Okay, there was actually a couple Nakaya fountain pen in Orushi, made in 1924 and 1925 on eBay mm-hmm. that I tried to get. Of course, I lost the bid. Someone outbid me last second, of course. So I didn't get it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, for a period of time, they were, they were producing pen under the name Nakaya from like, I think for a period of four years total. And okay. then later on, they switched to platinum. And after World War II, they become, it was like a plan. Uh, company and uh, eventually got changed to Pan Co or something. So that is their name change. And uh, actually, yeah, officially is 1928 is Pan Fountain Pen Company. I think it mm-hmm. changed to Pan Co after World War II. So after that, um, they they kind of began doing their own. Their own, like, I think for a period of time, Pan was like a really traditional, just like a uh, stationary company, per se. Like a. Okay. Okay. And uh, I think they are really proud of the fact that they actually really pushed for the cartridge uh, cartridge system back in 1956. They actually studied company history. And it's funny because if you look at a his, their company history website, the cartridge. They invented in 1956, pretty much looks exactly like the one you use today. Oh, interesting! Yeah, so it's like it's they, they like haven't they kept changed the same compatibility. <laughs> yeah, they haven't changed the design for how many years now? 70, 65 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's a pretty simple design. It's a ball bearing and the plastic piece, which works fine uh, i mean personally i have a little bit issues when i use really light pen with a cartridge because the, the ball bearing itself changes the balance of a pen but otherwise <laughs> it works just fine i think it's one of the biggest highest capacity cartridge out there as well so yeah uh I, they, they're a little taller than the um the basic pilot ones right they are a little bit taller i think in general they are also a little bit fatter yeah I think they have one of the higher capacities for cartridge. And uh, interesting thing is, I think for a while, they're, they're really pushing for sheep leather pen. Sheep leather like, pens? Sheep leather, yeah. So it's like a soft touch leather. Like, like today's pen we use typically are like plastic, resins, uh, acrylics, celluloids, acrylic, metal, uh, more higher end, maybe ebonite, and uh, like uh, for Visconti, you have a lava rock, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. But uh, for a while, not they were pushing for a leather wrap pen, which interesting. Yeah, it's like a soft touch pen. I think Plan also has cloth wrapped pens. They still do. Well. Um, I think they still do. One of the limited edition is actually cloth wrapped. Back then, uh, like maybe a couple of years ago. Hmm. I mean, longevity-wise, maybe the cloth will get dirty overall, but I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a different feeling pen in the hands in terms of like friction and also in terms of warmth, right? Yeah. So it's something that my, maybe is interesting to check out more if price allows, maybe. 
the one for a while. Maybe I have to driving. see it. Like it's something that I have to like take a look. At. And obviously, you'd have to like feel it too. Yeah, you have to feel it. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if I can we can find one if the pension returns. And um, yeah, so I think for plan then starting nineteen ninety seven, you have the grandson of the original person that created plan. To create a Nakaya pen company, so his so idea—it's kind—it's of, kind of like the Namiki pilot thing, where like we're sp- or like Lexus Toyota, where right. like we're splitting it's off like Lexus, to a Toyota. higher level one. Yeah, like the guy, he just felt that the plan fountain pen line was too uh, maybe too sterile. Then he he felt mm-hmm. like everything is going to industrious and uh, everything is looking for like mass produced parts. I think specifically he said that. So he wanted to do something that's more custom. And, uh, well, there and then there comes the uh, Nakaya Pen Company, which is uh, everything is handmade, essentially. Yeah. And uh, most of the Nakaya's uh, pensmith are actually retired platinum smith, pensmith. So, okay, so after you retire from f- working in Platinum, then you go to Nakaya later on. Yeah, which is kind of weird, but uh, yeah, yeah. Which you, is like your retirement plan. <laughs> your retirement plan is go make custom pens. <laughs> you, you make high-end pens in uh, Platinum for, for their like anniversary uh, year editions or like the higher-end uh, Urushi pens. And when you retire, you go to Nakaya, <laughs> at least for a while. And uh, apparently he's, um, I mean, it can help because Nakaya and uh, Pan, they use the same nib housing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only difference is just the uh, nib stamping on it. Mm. So um, they're interchangeable to my understanding. And so like if you wanted to change nibs between the Nakaya pen or the Platinum pen, as they should be interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are definitely interchangeable. Um I would recommend you to give it to somebody else to change it, though, uh, to be completely honest with you, because if you have a Nakaya, the chances are you have a Rushi pen, and uh, changing the nib on a Rushi pen is going to be a little bit challenging without hurting the uh, lacquer finish on the barrel, because oh, you're going to have to push against the barrel a little bit. Oh, I see. Is there? Is there, I'm sorry. This is my maybe my uh, lack of knowledge for Urushi pens. Is there lacquer? There's. Is there lacquer on the inside as well? Um, no. But there is a lacquer around the entire uh, outside of the uh, pen grip area. Yeah. So exactly at where you can insert force to uh, pull out the uh, pull against the nib, you are gonna you may damage the uh, finish in that area. Yeah. Right, if you apply the wrong pressure, or you, or you nick something on the oh, lacquer right. on the outside. So I, you may need like a nib block or something to knock out the nib from the back instead. And for mm. that, you, you, yeah, it's best to get a nib sent to do it for you. I would say. I mean, yeah, you're. I mean, if you're getting a Rushi lacquer pen, like you're hitting the one two k range at the least. Actually, that's the thing, though. Nakaya wasn't too expensive. I think you can okay okay there was a good pair of time I think Nakaya was going for only $500 each oh wow yeah that's they had that's a price cheap. increase later but for a while they're like $500 oh well I mean 
Okay, so I'm, I'm looking through some of their... They have like a Decapod right now you can get for 750 It's on back order, but you can get it at that price. Yeah. So, yeah, so the 750 is, I think that's the price, increase price. So it is still mm -hmm. a little bit higher. Okay. But still, $750 is quite a bit to drop on a pen. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, it is a custom handmade pen overall. So um, the fit and finish... You know, the the thing okay so the interesting thing about Nokia pen is it is a really thin finished uh, ebonite pen so mm -hmm. I I have held uh, Python three pen which is uh, actually yeah which is an Indian pen their ebonite feels a little bit thicker on the uh, on the finishing touches so. Overall, the uh, Nakaya pen are actually fairly light in comparison. And mm -hmm. I think the Namiki one, at least for the uh, typical similar pricing point, $1,000, their pen is made of brass barrel, so their pen's a lot okay. heavier. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be a lot heavier. Yeah, their, their pen's a lot heavier. So uh, Nakaya is one of the first... Uh, thousand dollar i would say close to thousand dollar pen that is actually featherweight which makes a really stark contrast in comparison to the rest of the pen in the price range yeah i've held i remember trying your nakaya pen a while back and it, it was light but it was also really comfortable yeah um it is like i mean i got a cigar one but the, yes. the thing for nakaya is basically every kind of so when you hold a uh Pilot pen and uh, Pilot Namiki. Pilot Namiki. Okay, so here's the difference. Pilot Namiki. If you, you if you have one and then take a look at it, you, you will realize that the fit and finish is superb. Mm -hmm. Um, there is almost no flaws. Like I mean, I have multiple multiple, and I I play around with them in person before. Um, the finish is almost perfect for the uh. Pilot one, it felt that it is done in great hands. Of course, I wouldn't say it's machine because it's of course not. It it is done in great craftsmanship, but at the same time they are very tenderized. Okay, okay, that's Namiki. Okay, that's Namiki Pilot. Um, Nakaya pens in general, it feels more free-handed. Is, okay. It's like two different styles of uh, art, essentially. Uh, the the Minky one, it feels everything is really precise. Every is uh, like every every drawing, every carve they did is all really precisely calculated and precisely done. Nakaya, it feels a little bit rougher, but at the same time, it is a lot more free, and then you get something that is truly unique in a sense. So well, you get a little bit more of like a handcrafted art artisanal pen, which is pen. very different from like pilot, which, you know, is still handcrafted, but maybe it, the quality control and the precision is kind of a step up from there. Yeah. Is I, I would definitely, I wouldn't say it's kind of a step up. It's in terms of quality control and precision, it is a step up because uh, you, if say the pilot emperor, like the, the back end of the pen is so precise that once 
the piston is closed, you can you really can't tell what the piston is. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, unless you run your fingernail through it, and maybe you can catch it. Okay, it's that's, that precise. Yeah, it's that, that sounds precise. really cool. Yeah, it's, it's, have you ever held a, uh, for other viewers, and that's also in the pen slash clicking pencil hobby, um, if you ever held a tactile turnover pen, mm-hmm. and they are uh, proud of how precisely their machining is, that you can barely tell where the joints are on their pens, that's pretty mm-hmm. much the uh, finish that Namiki was able to get with the Urushi lacquered pen. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty so, crazy. Um, in terms of precision, say, Namiki definitely has the uh, Nankaya beat, but the, but you get you pay for the premium for that though, right? Because Pilot yeah, Namiki of is more expensive. You, you pay for the higher price, and at the same time, you just uh, um, it, yeah, you also kind of lose the uh, artisanal flair to your own pen, in a sense. Or, I mean, some people could say that like, there's some personality to it. Not that, like, you're inputting flaws necessarily, but you can tell that, like, this was kind of, like, handmade. Yeah, you can tell that it's hand-done or handmade, in a sense. So it's two different, uh, two different methods, I would say, two different styles. Depends on which one you like, more or less. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's the main difference between the... Uh, Urushi of uh, Nakaya versus uh, Namiki. Right. So, I, I mean, but, uh, granted, though, we're, we're diving really into, like, the high-end market of Nakaya, right? But, like, right. platinum as a... Uh, platinum in general. Platinum in general is... Um, surprisingly, I think uh, platinum is... Uh, their... Uh, what's that? What's the number called? Ooh. How do I forget the number? Oh, 3776 century. It is one of the uh, cheapest starter pen for gold pens, at oh. least for a good while. They're, they're like ninety something dollars for a long time on Amazon's and uh, eBay's and stuff. Uh, back before that, the fountain pen hobby really kicked off, and you can mm-hmm. I think thirty seven seventy six is one of the uh, cheapest gold pen you can get. They're hover. I mean, if I were to buy one off of another store, it's like one hundred and seventy six now. Oh yeah, they they definitely up in price <laughs> in recent years. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fountain pen prices has been increasing mostly. Uh, well, part of it is due to the exchange rate. Uh, USD is kind of losing value. Oh yeah, but um, yeah, also because uh, we have more official dealer now. So every so you're paying like the price of a uh, locally uh, supported dealer, so they can take care of warranty for you instead of just you're quite out of luck <laughs> if you buy it from out of state. So you do something, you get some. Um, it's otherwise, a pretty nice looking pen, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the 3776 in uh, blue gold. It's actually pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for a while, well, I think one of their pen, um, they have one of the really popular one for that came out was... Uh, let me see. It was a one that, that came out back in 2017, maybe. It stands for the wind. Mm-hmm. That one is like, a, it has a, oh, <laughs> of course. I just remember why the name skipped me because people make fun of it so much. Kampu. Uh, what? Kampu. K-U-M-P-O-O. Oh, wow. That is a 
That is an awful, <laughs> awful internet name. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, in Japanese, no offense, it, it means something completely. But the USA, yeah, it is something that is very easily make fun of, and I'm I'm very sorry if anyone has Japan heritage here, but like. I mean, look, like, you know, there, there are words that are completely normal in certain languages, but when you just translate them phonetically into a different language, it's like, well, that's unfortunate. Yes, correct. And this is the case for one of them. But, it yeah, looks this, beautiful, though. This one is a beautiful pen. This, it, it looks great. Actually, in fact, I think when you hold it in your hands, it actually looks even better. Um, that's one of the earlier pens that I did, and I kind of that regret is... not getting well, I, I'm gonna have to put my eye on uh, platinum a lot more than I have been. Yeah, like this one is really good, uh, and and they have a name though. This is a very few one that actually has that kind of cutout. Actually, in fact, I don't think yeah. Pan actually ever did the did that afterwards. Probably because of a high cost or uh, just manufacturing difficulties to make it consistent. But yeah, that's definitely one of them. <laughs> it is. I think it is one that everyone was kind of on the fence and kind of made fun of it for a while, and until it's too late when somebody finally get it in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that is thirty-seven seventy-six, and I think personally, I like out of all the Japanese pens, I actually like the um, what is it? The music nib for pen the most. Oh, really? Why? Is it like just really it has a good flow or? Yeah, it's a three time nib. So basically, the actual nib is uh, split to th- it, it is uh, well, three time, of course, it's split to three instead of the uh, two for sailor and uh, other kind of um, nib. I know that the the, pla- the pilot one it can be split into three. Is the pilot one to three? Yeah, because I have a music nib from them as well, and it's a three time. Okay, so yeah, so the pilot and the uh, plan are all three times then. But the uh, yeah, the plan is actually really the grind is typically smoother, and they are really wet. Mm-hmm. So, mm. um, I'm not sure. I already kind of forgot how pilot feels to be completely honestly because I I tried it like three four years ago between them and. I remember I like Plan the most. The mute Plan Nib is the most, but I don't remember how the Pilot one feels anymore. I do like that the Platinum Nib has a little heart as it's uh, the the breather hole. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It definitely has. It is different. <laughs> so like... I sent you a link because I remember seeing this on an email list. It's the Platinum. Uh, thirty-seven seventy-six Kinshu. I sent uh, you the which link. Which one did you send me? Which which? Uh, it's on Hangouts. Okay, give me a second. Yeah, um, it's a limited edition pen for. It looks like it's going for around five hundred dollars. But I remember seeing this, and I'm like, oh yeah, this looks just like the the Kumpu one that you sent me, um, but different cutout different, and different color. Different cutout in the back, right? But it looks, uh, yeah, platinum. Th- these pens look really good. Yeah, they. It's interesting because instead of doing like special colors, mm-hmm. they do special uh, rates and they they do special cuttings 
inside the pan. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a, a textured design. Yeah, the thing is, this one, this one's textured on the outside, so you'd actually feel the grooves on on the barrel. Correct. Oh yeah, I, oh on the uh, Nibsmith website, they actually have the uh, they show you the textures. Yeah. Of each different pen, so yeah, the, uh, the I think this one is meant for spring. Yeah, this one's for spring. It looks, this one actually looks pretty good too. So let me see what kind of, uh, ooh, it's available in the uh, course. And uh, I think course is one of the fattest wine can get too. Course meaning the nib or the? The nib, the nib. Oh, that's also another thing that uh, Platinum actually are really proud of is their uh, double sealed cap. Oh, I've heard of that, where, like, it keeps the nib from drying out. It keeps the nib uh, from drying out for a much longer period of time, that is, they typically mm. claimed. So, I mean, mm, the one that consistently kept ink is, is the uh, Nakaya, so I can't really say anything about it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think for most people's uh, experience, it, it does do a really good job in, ter in terms of keeping the pen and the nib wet. And you can leave it there for a week or two without having to worry about the uh, ink dried up in the pen. I don't so. know. I feel like I'm going to have to dive... After just having this short little discussion, I'm gonna to have to dive into platinum pens a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. I'm, I'm okay. So you have like for platinum, their lines. Okay, platinum lines is actually a lot easier to discuss than the uh, highlight. They have less. They have <laughs> they, they have, have more constrained offering, right? <laughs> yes, uh, they they're a lot easier to cover to compare to pilots and the uh, sailor. Because mm -hmm. they are, like like you said, they are very constrained in terms of releasing limited editions. Mm -hmm. Like, they, they have one every year in general <laughs> for the 3776. And maybe a few more models to celebrate certain specific situations, like anniversary and stuff. But that's it. That's, 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 that's all they're going to release. Okay, and maybe like celebration, like maybe special collabs with certain region, and that's it. Um, compared to like sailor, like just special edition, special edition, special edition, special edition. <laughs> They're all special editions. All special editions, man. <laughs> um, but they mainly, I think, a lot of people actually get in the hobby using the uh, platinum preppy. Yeah, the platinum preppy is the big one for like an intro level. Uh, fountain pen yeah that's definitely one of them because it is one it is one of those fountain pen that you can actually mod it that's also people's first introducing intro into modding pens to do um what's that thing called mm, i forgot the name into doing Not cartridge like um eyedropper eyedropper yeah you can yeah. you can convert purple into eyedropper by installing an o-ring and uh, you sound really thick silicone grease to prevent it from leaking. <laughs> yeah. That's that I would never do that. That would freak me the heck out. Because if that thing explodes, <laughs> you're just done, right? Like 
Well, I mean, you can wa- you can always wash your shirts and bags and everything yeah, else. Yeah, no. I want a little <laughs> more security. I mean, then again, I I've only done an eyedropper once or twice on my Franklin Christoph pens, but um yeah, no. I it's a $5 pen. That thing will break if I <laughs> if I apply the wrong pressure to it. Um yeah, there there's histories of preppy cracking for some people, so <laughs> So there's Preppy and there's a Prefonte, which is like a slightly better version of Preppy that looks a little bit more professional, I would say. And uh, I think that's actually what it's meant to be. It just Preppy, but a little bit more professional looking. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then next one, you have the Platinum Paradox. Uh, I think that is a really unfortunate release because... Honestly, I think if Platinum do a little bit more due diligence on the durability issues of mm-hmm. the nib, and word I mean the ah uh, uh, barrel, no feed on the feed, mm. they would have a much more successful launch because what happens with the Curados is that everybody was interested in it because it is one of the few pens that can potentially replace the pilot vanishing point. Oh. It is the, yeah, it is the key pen. And, uh, well, it is also, it, ha- it actually has similar clip layout and it's much cheaper than a vanishing point. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, it does have a, I mean, it's $100, but it does have like a cheaper look. Um, it's made of plastic, so uh, yes. in terms of uh, the f- the feeling of premium is not as big. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of why I never really dove into platinum because I always thought of them as like the cheaper alternative to Pilot. I mean, that's just how my brain framed it, right? Even though ah, that might not be okay. the case. Yeah. I, no, I wouldn't say they're a cheap alternative. They're just more. They're less. They, there's less selections from them, basically. And right. uh, whatever you have, there's always like pilot almost always have something that is just slightly better, and maybe <laughs> like twenty twenty thirty dollar more. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, the uh, Curados, uh, it is from in all accounts the the mechanism works well. The issue is the feed has a tendency to crack after mm. a while. Um, supposedly, they fixed the issues uh, right now. But, uh, and I think there was a very, the very first few releases got recalled. No, no, that, yeah. that doesn't do good for... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Or they, they didn't really do recall it. Yeah, you can, re, you can all return it, I think. Um, but other than that... I believe the one right now should be good to go, honestly. So mm, maybe it's time to give it a go at ninety dollars. It's not bad, honestly. Maybe I don't know. I'm, right now, I'm looking at the uh, right now. I'm looking at the platinum thirty-seven seventy-six, uh, the Xi'an limited edition, which is the, the purple red... one. Oh, purple one. Oh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you a link in case you you want to follow along. Um, but yeah, this one looks pretty nice too yeah they're uh, seasonal seasonal <laughs> releases 
Yeah. This is the fourth edition this of it. This means the uh, purple, the purple clouds. It looks pretty good, I must say. <laughs> yeah, and if you get it from a nipsmith, you can choose all different nip sizes. Oh, okay, yeah. going back order, man. Okay, broad, <laughs> stock, soft, medium. Oh. oh, yeah, by the way, Plant has a soft nib. I forgot to mention that. They have, well, you get nibs from Plant. I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't get Kampoon, because I was waiting for a uh, soft fine, soft, medium fine, which never came out. <laughs> well, they're available now. Granted, yeah, yeah, this yeah, pen is on back order, but... Well, so. Um, yeah. Back then, when I was still interested in buying it, just it wasn't available, so I kind of just dropped the uh, trying to get it afterwards. But uh, yeah, the purple one looks pretty good too. Let me see. Yeah, I mean it's out of stock, like you can't get it, but <laughs> I'm pretty it looks sure nice I can though. Find this somewhere. Look, I I got I already got a new pen. Platinum will be. I'll maybe next year. I'll jump on this. Yeah, I'll jump on a platinum the, pen uh, next year. Roca Six Flowers, which is the clear one. So I'm not sure about the clear one actually, but yeah, I think the I like the Kampoon the most. To be completely honest with you, I like the. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that one that one looks really nice. Although this red one's also pretty good too. Although the red one feels yeah. like a uh, a Hawaiian insignia, if that makes sense. Oh, what's insignia? Like the Hawaiian uh, pillar. Oh, like a tiki pillar? Yeah, tiki pillar, like the carve, the really deep carving. Yeah, I'm actually okay with that. I mean, I'm from Hawaii, so maybe that's why uh, yeah, I'm okay no, with I'm it. I'm just saying that it feels really similar to that, so. Yeah, I, yeah, I like it. Although, honestly, I, I'm not really down for dropping 500 bucks on a pen right now. That's not <laughs> where I'm at. Yeah, I know, I know. You're, you're, you're moving in soon, <laughs> quote-unquote. Soonish, quote unquote. soonish. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, other than that, um, Plan is overall, I think, honestly, I think that's it for Plan's um, <laughs> overall line. They don't make too many other ones, like Preppy, Prefonte, they have a uh, Placer, and that's Plans it. Here. Placer, and yeah. that's, that's pretty much it. Um, they do have, like, a the wooden one that is that's, that's on, like, regular release. And they you have some, have, like, celluloid ones, right? They have a few celluloid ones. Yeah, I think they stopped making it now. It seems like a couple stores are still offering them for sale, but... Yeah, they have a Koi one. That actually looks pretty nice in person. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so those are the most limited uh, plan ones. And I have some experience with Platinum as an ink company, too. Like, they do some... They do quite a few, like, permanent uh, carbon-based inks. Right, Platinum has a uh, what is it called? The uh, I think that's one of the few bottles that I actually bought for uh, for not 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 I wouldn't say permanent, but actually yeah, they are permanent. The pigmented ink, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, they're pigmented. Uh, so um, yeah, I have uh, the Platinum Carbon Black. It's okay. It it does its job, but it it gets a little thick sometimes because I think the 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 pigmenting around the rim of it can get kind of like thick so got to make sure that it doesn't clog up your pens actually oh so they actually do have uh, sediment issues that's what you're saying yeah they can have sediment issues so 
more Dashing... so than the sailor one that i have i never had issue with the sailor one uh, but but i do own the uh Panana classic ink actually you can't hmm. think of it there isn't too many ink line for pan is there it's it's not their biggest thing in in the same way that like pilot has like a hundred to one in terms of ratio of pens versus platinum like platinum doesn't have that many inks but they have some <laughs> they have some they have a decent amount to fill in in the if you're on the stick of platinum you 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 have your color spectrum covered mm-hmm. but uh i wouldn't say they have a lot yeah so could we say then that platinum is a smaller company in comparison to sailor and pilot i would i would say that overall plan feels more like a less incorporated company Hmm. does that make sense a less incorporated company like a uh I mean, it runs less like a large corporation, more like a family business. In fact, okay. <laughs> so they're more okay. That's. I mean, I guess that makes a little sense because I think Plan is still a family business with with some worldwide reach, but they're still kind of a family business. Yeah, because their CEO has been and always been the like a part of the family. Oh yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense. So. You have, you know, big box store pilot and, you know, family run platinum. That's why they streamline their pen so they're not making too much. But each pen in and of itself is good. And then they have their highly custom Nakaya level pens. Yeah. And you have the uh, sailor that actually got recently bought out by the uh, art stationary one. So they are kind of doing like a consolidation of their mm-hmm. stuff i think that's why you like a little bit of the other more random lineup for sailor is kind of disappearing like maybe some of the mm-hmm. collabs that you see is not that um often no well, not that common anymore yeah per se. so i think that's what's going on but i need to see it's hard to find it is a let me see it is they are the platinum pen co limited ltd what the heck is limit ltd <laughs> limited company hmm. yeah i think they're still family company man <laughs> i mean hey that's that's cool right but it, it helps frame like the the difference between um these three companies yeah yeah so they are definitely a oh wow hey look you can still okay if you don't care for colors or uh-huh. like other other actions I think platinum thirty seven seventy six in black fine nib gold fine nib is still available on, on Amazon for ninety nine dollars oh wow that's very cheap yeah. It is. I mean, of course, everyone want to recommend uh, local on this, uh, but <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll be completely frank right now. Thirty-two seventy-six. Yeah, sure. It is still ninety-five bucks on Amazon. So I think there's still mean, one hey, of the cheaper like, ones for a gold pen. And honestly, it looks like a very standard 
it's, it, it's, 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 it has really standard cigar shape. That's the thing. Right. I don't think Plan 3770 really changed shape since it was first introduced <laughs> back in like 1970s. Like, I know a lot of people, when they want to buy a fountain pen, they want the prestige and the look of what they imagine to be a fountain pen, which that look is a Mont Blanc Meisterstück, right? Like, that's what they want. Right. The, the, the and really so, traditional cigar shape, rounded top, rounded bottom shape. With That's black, right? So, yeah. I mean, this might be one of the easiest ways for you to get there. With a gold nib. With a gold nib. With, yeah, the, the one of the easiest way for you to have like a similar form, certainly. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is... Yeah, uh, yeah, you're, you're right, I would say. So, oh, I forgot to mention, actually, the... Uh, both Nakaya and Pan are out now run by the same CEO. Oh, really? They're both... There's well, a... Yeah, because the, the, the grandson created Nakaya. While the uh, father was still running the uh, plan, but the father passed away in two thousand nine. So the, the the grandson took over both plan <laughs> and Nakaya. So right now, well, they are both under the same CEO, really. Well, I mean that's you know like you said they're basically the same company. It's just you know the same family. Now. I mean, look, like, the they're, parts they're are interchangeable. Family. I don't think they ever tried to hide it. Right. Their parts are really interchangeable. So, um, um, I'm, try- so, I'm trying I mean, to look around on like um, the pilot's offerings in terms of like, what if you wanted to get something similar from Pilot that does kind of the same thing? And I'm like, Pilot's Custom 74 is kind of like their cheapest entry level gold nib pen, right? Yeah, but the 74 is on those flat top, right? No, it's a cigar shape, but a cigar shape? they don't. But they don't come in a black. Mm, they come in clean, clear, semi-transparents. They're all multicolored yeah. semi-transparents. So that gives some points to Platinum there, where you could just get a hundred dollar cigar black fountain pen. <laughs> the uh, typical prestige image. For, yeah. for just 99 bucks, and you get it. Yeah. And also, plant nibs are actually fairly nice too. I actually do like the, uh, the stamping they do on the plant nib because, like, the, uh, the if the ink happens to creep, it goes in the nib. It follows the nib, basically. Mm-hmm. And you can, t- you can see your ink around your nib shape. And it is really good. It is really good looking. I, I think I have a uh a preference of nib that is designed with nib creep in mind because it's inevitable <laughs> so you can see it it's in, yeah it's I, I personally personally i think it's inevitable if you want yes. to play around with inks some people hate it some people don't think that's a defect but in my opinion it will happen and uh if a uh, company has that put in consideration it is great when it happens. I definitely like the platinum shape, the shape of their nibs, their gold nibs. Um, I don't like how their nibs for their cheaper lines look. Like their plancier ones or like the other ones that are kind of like squared off. Yeah, they are kind of all square. Yeah, I don't like those. 
In terms of aesthetic design, not my thing. But their gold nib ones are pretty good. Yeah, they know their gold. Yeah, the gold nib one actually looks really decent. But I don't think they have a any large one. That's the interesting part. Like a larger me. nib, like a like an emperor, or like a king yeah, of pen. Yeah, I think thing. like a number six is the biggest one pen ever got for most people. And please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> if, uh, but uh, yeah, I think the normal. 30, like 3776 is the biggest plan nib you're ever going to get. Even Nakaya. I think uh, Nakaya actually sells the uh, 17 mm barrel now, which oh, is wow. interesting. Yeah. 17 mm actually felt pretty, uh, pretty girth in your hands, really. <laughs> it's been, they first introduced us. Oh, wow. This actually feels like a really big pen in the hand. I think it it is it, giving the uh, king of pen a run for its money, to be honest with you. We have that in your hand. So, um, other than that, there, I think what is worth mentioning is Plan actually has an Iron Gold collection, which is called the Plan Classic collection. If anyone's ever wondering, there in is. In terms of like their ink, right? Yeah, that's one of their very few lines of ink. That's, um, that's like, so Iron Gold is like the old old way of doing like a permanent ink right so here's the thing like one of the main reason why the uh fountain pen nib is gold for some people back in the day is because iron gold is corrosive and iron mm-hmm. gold was a standard of fountain pen ink back in the day so you want to have a gold nib so it it is it doesn't get even weight if you yeah, use it doesn't corrode your... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it will get either way. If you use older, more traditional iron gold ink, they will also eat away your nib if it is not gold. And I think you will pit it, which means that there's tiny holes in your feet Ugh. and plastic and everywhere. Ugh. Yeah. Like the traditional iron gold is extremely acidic, to my understanding, because it is basically uh, oxidized iron. Why they need to find powders and mixing ink. You know, given what you're describing about like platinum having an iron, like a strong iron gall ink collection, like it seems like platinum is very traditional, right? Their cartridge since the 1950s is exactly the same. They keep all of their pens and in line, like pretty much the same shape as well. Yeah, they are a rather. Uh... Yeah, they're definitely a more traditional company, really. So yeah, I mean, their that's, classic that's... Iron Gold. Oh, I, I need to correct something. Their Pun Pun's classic line, their Iron Gold ink, it doesn't really have any of the issue that I just mentioned. Just, just, just need to clarify in terms of some people misunderstand. Pun's Iron Gold ink is actually what they call what we call the uh, more modernized Iron Gold ink. They mm-hmm. are formulated specifically to have lower acidity in the ink so i think there was um, um one of the uh blogger tested out she left or he left the uh ink in the pen for over three months <laughs> not using tendon with a uh stainless steel nib and everything works fine okay well there you go yeah so and he did not see any kind of corrosion any kind of pitting nothing so pangal ink is actually in general pretty safe uh, I, I I wouldn't freak like, out about using it. Like you shouldn't have any reservations about putting that in the pen. It should be fine. 
I mean, I put in my Nakaya pencil. <laughs> oh, okay. It, it, it's fine. It's fine, really. Granted, your Nakaya is a gold nib. It's a gold nib. Yeah, it is a gold nib. Whereas a gold nib is a painted butt to replace if anything happens. But... <laughs> fair. Mm, yeah. Very fair. Um, other than that, well, the thing is, the uh, classic ink is actually pretty interesting. It is uh, the it is it has iron gold ink pro- property too. So, uh, for example, they have yellow, lavender, uh, sepia, forest rose, and uh, uh what's that color called? It's not classic black. What the heck is uh? Oh, cases, C A S S I S. Um, I think it was at the pen show when someone was really patient with us, because there was a uh, there was a dad with his uh, daughter that he was keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. And I think uh, the lady at the booth was really patient, let the dad try everything, along with mm-hmm. her with his uh, daughter, and uh, eventually I think she actually gave one of the bottles away to them. Oh so wow! Which is, oh, nice. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with the. Uh, Generosity in general over that era, uh, over that transaction that before I did. So um, I went and bought at... a few bottles. <laughs> I tried to buy a few bottles, but I ran out. They ran out, so I only bought the uh, cases. I'm looking at how the ink appears on paper. It's very interesting. Like it, 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 it shades really like it, well. It shades black. Yes, because almost. iron gold, iron gold goes black. But the ink color itself is really vivid when you first put it in. Yeah. Like my, the the pink, the cases ink when you put in is like pink. But as That's as the so age gets darker and darker and darker, yeah, I think it's a very it shades really well. So it is, and the the fact that where it pulls tend to be much darker, it gives mm-hmm. a lot of characters to the ink. Oh my gosh! So, I think I might have to get some. <laughs> it is very so, dry so good. though. FYI. Um, so use it in a in a, a wetter. In I a mean, wetter hey, pen. maybe a music yeah. nib, right? Like yeah, yeah, in a music nib, it is a rather dry ink. So so that, is that the only uh, ink characteristic that's kind of interesting about it, or like it, that's kind of finicky? Where that's it, like, finicky. It's yeah, it's, a little it's a dry. relatively dry ink. I won't say very okay. dry. It's a relatively dry ink. Okay. How how dry Japanese. would it be compared to like the sailor uh, color changing one that we got? Mm, similar. Similar. Okay. Similar. Similar. Yeah. Not not dry yeah. dry. Like, it doesn't want to work with any kind of paper, but it it, it wouldn't be actively saying, "Yeah, I want to grab onto the paper." That citrus black looks so good. I'm gonna have to get the that citrus one. black is really good. When you first write it, okay. If you look at yeah, are you looking at Glade right now? I am. Okay, so the citrus black, uh, the swap they did that was after everything got darker, right? So when you first write, it's much brighter than that. When you first write, it's like a highlighter red, highlighter yellow. Okay. It's very different. And then it darkens. And then it darkens and darkens and darkens and darkens. Um, in, okay, so here's a little trick for uh, iron gold ink or like these color, this type of uh, color changing ink in general, though. It is that if you want to use those ink for a long period of time, I will recommend you to decant the. Uh, so, so you I want to expose them to ink. air? No, 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 no. You do not. You want as little exposure to air as possible for your main bottle of ink. 
Mm-hmm. So what you do is you get the 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 sample vials, and you extract like five millimeter or three millimeter, and then you you refill from those vials at a time. Okay. You do not open up your main bottle of ink. You open your main bottle of ink as little as possible, so there's less air getting into it. Oh, I see. So you you want to expose the main bottle to less air, so that the ones that you do use, those can kind of stay fresh. Correct. So the main bottle okay. stays fresh as long as possible. Interesting. And you're yeah, you you refill from the vial, so so like the the color changing property of your ink will stay longer with you. I I can't imagine that would be a problem with the iron gall platinum ink though. What do you mean? Would it would it have the same problem with that? It would have the same problem because the uh, the lady at the booth told me that the the yellow one, the citrus one, was actually bright yellow at the beginning of the day. Oh wow! And by the time that I tried it, it was already kind of like uh, darker, much darker yellow. It barely changes oh, wow. color anymore. So wow! Like it, it all it takes is like entire day of exposure to the air. Oh, wow! There you so, go. Changes pretty rapidly. Um, I would recommend you to decant it. I mean, my I my bottle right now. Um, I think if I take out the fresh bottle right now, it is still it still has the same problem as before because I took out like two bio, two vial worth of like five milliliter, and mm-hmm. I've been using from the uh, vial sense and uh, the the main bottle is still fresh. You just need to make sure you close the lid well, and uh, you should be right. Fine. Okay. Yep. Well, I'll so, let you know when I get one, and then I'll let you know my experience with it. Yeah, yeah. I would say uh, go definitely try the citrus one. The citrus one is one that I actually want to buy, but she ran out. Mm. Yeah, she only has sample left, and uh, she was gonna. I think she was gonna give me the sample for free, and I was like, no, it's okay. Someone, someone else can try it. Yeah. Or before good, good, good they buy it. Yeah. So, I think um, that one's good, and. Uh, I think that's it for pun, really. You know, when I told you that I only had one platinum pen, I'm not yeah. sure if that was necessarily honest because I actually found out that I, I kind of forgot I had this one. I have a platinum brush pen. Oh, right. Um, they do sell brush pen. Which, you know, honestly, going back to the idea of platinum being kind of traditional, yeah, that kind of makes sense that they would have a a, a brush pen, right? Um, So it's a brush pen that takes platinum's same cartridge or cartridge converter uh, for fountain pens. And then you can use it, you can use fountain pen ink on a brush nib. Yeah, I think um, the platinum version, they are... A synthetic, right? If I recall correctly. Yeah, they're a synthetic okay. fiber. So um, a synthetic fiber, it is more durable, but it is a lot less. It is, in my opinion, too bouncy. It's 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 um yeah. I I don't know how to describe it. I'm not a great brush pen user. I'm not like super talented at it. Um, <laughs> but well, there I, is well, a little uh, bit of like a. It, it is pretty loose. Yeah, and well, I'm speaking from like the experience of a Chinese sable pen rider and it, it, or like a rabbit hair rider. It feels mm-hmm. too bouncy for synthetics, but I mean, that's purely subjective matters. So, um, 
Actually, honestly, I think for a lot of fountain pen、uh, hobbyists, picking up a brush pen is actually not a bad idea because they will let you experience the shading and the shading property of your fountain pen quite a bit as well. Right, because the whole point of shading or sheening is to really allow the ink to show its true colors by pulling and like shading on the paper, and it's much easier if you can get a. Bigger surface area to get color. Correct. The brush pen does exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> It just pours and pours of ink on the paper. Yeah. Which honestly, I haven't used this in a long time. And actually, when I've only really used this with a really, really dry ink, I gotta use it with something a little more wet. You know what's funny? I have a,、uh, I think Kuleite take、uh, brush pen. Kuleite take.、Oh, oh, oh. What is that? Uh, it is.、Uh, I think they are mainly a drawing pen company.、Mm. Let me see. I have one with their sable pen、uh, brush pen. And Kure,、uh, Kuretake yeah, pen. Kuretake. Kuretake brush pens. Okay. And ever since I got it, they are still on the second refill <laughs> because. Oh wow. Somehow, for some reason, that pen seals really well, so it doesn't dry out. How do, how how is the brush?、Uh, how is the strokes? How do, like are they good? Like this is actually a sable here. If you go、oh, wow, for、okay. a slightly more expensive one, this is a sable here. So, oh yeah. By the way, I think the Kuleitaki one. The reason why I mention it is because I use pun. They use pen and、um, cartridges. Oh, well, how nice! <laughs> yeah, so、um, maybe I'll have to try this one. Yeah. The,、uh, oh, I see it. I see it. I see the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fountain brush pen. So the the sable、oh, here one is pretty nice. Honestly, it's pretty nice. Well, sweet. I'm gonna add this to my list, and maybe I'll get it. <laughs> Honestly, this one is not expensive. Like, if you don't go for the fancy finish, the with the one with the、uh, gold dust finish, a、yeah. uh, black version is like what twenty five dollars, fourteen dollars actually. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I don't know. Maybe for Christmas, I'll get one of these and a and a and an iron gall citrus black <laughs> and play around with it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yep. I think that is it for me for the pun pens and.、Uh... <laughs> Dude, thanks for、uh, doing a kind of a dive into platinum, but just because like I honestly didn't have much legitimately like this is me just hearing all of this right now. Like, wow, platinum's pretty good. Yeah, I, I really would... didn't know. Um. I think it is easier to be a platinum fans than the. Pilot or sailor fans, like if if you want to pick one company to follow, I think Planet is probably the easier one, the easier、or、to you, track. Wait, when you what do you mean follow, or do you mean like, like if you if, if you, you were going to collect, sir, if yeah, you were to collect、right. certain things, yeah, I was Planet is the easier company to collect because they have much less variety. Right, because Planet, I mean Pilot has like seven hundred different kinds of variations of pens. Um, Sailor has seven hundred different variations of one pen,、um, and like Lamy has like every single different color of their Safari and their All Stars. So, correct. 
And oh, bah, yeah, right. The、uh, pilot, the pun, still has their、um, celluloid lines still going. I wonder if that's actually、um, older celluloids stock. I mean, I remember you wanted to get、them. a celluloid pen. You, I mean, at this point, maybe you should go for platinum celluloid. Not nothing on their celluloid interests me though. I'll be、mm. honest. The the, the color <laughs> is not it doesn't interest me too much. They have a koi version. They have a、uh, cherry blossom version, which is like a pink with a white strip running across, like white、uh, white crack running across it.、Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it.、Um, I mean, I'm not particularly enthusiastic about their blue one that's on Goulet pen, but oh yeah, it's okay. That, that one is like a. Blue celluloids, but with Chinkai chisel in them, with the、uh, white metal powder. Yeah, I'm I'm not really gelling with that one. That was yeah. So, I mean, it's fine if you don't like it. It's、uh, it's really personal preferences at this point for、yeah. for price for fountain pen at this at this price. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think、uh, plans like Izu, oh the Izumo line, it is their wooden fountain pen line most of the time, and they also actually no not wooden fountain pen. I would say it is their actually yeah it is wooden. They're all made they're mainly made of wood. They are the girthier version of their pen, and that is the next、mm. step up. It ranges from like seven hundred dollars up to four thousand five thousand dollars. Wow, jeez. Yeah, and those are the one that、uh, they show off there. Uh, Urushi skills. I mean, I mean, some of these do look really nice. Yeah, they're they're, they're Makie actually the. Okay, so here's a funny thing. The platinum, the platinum, Izumo Urushi Makie fountain pen feels more like a professionally precisionly produced pen, similar to Nakaya. Not Nakaya, the Namiki. Namiki, okay. Yeah, they feel actually really similar to Namiki in terms of production value. Right. Well, again, because these are platinum pens, and platinum in theory is a you know global global company, company that's producing.、Right. And then、yeah. they retire and they go ahead and do Nakaya pens, <laughs> <laughs> which is just freehanding, like freehand brushes and stuff. But. Like at least hey, good... if that's their retirement plan, right? Like they, yes, you know, they, they can do whatever the heck they want after they retire.、Um, Nakaya, on the other hand, though, I would say I would say something really quick.、Um, in case someone's、uh, is interesting for Nakaya,、uh, they are made to order most of the time. And to my understanding, if you have anything other than the traditional cigar shape, the wait time. Right now, with designs, with any special requests, the wait time is a year to a year and a half. Whew! That is their current wait time. And I mean, because as you know, like I've wanted to get the Nakaya dorsal、uh, pen for a while now. I haven't. Obviously, I'm not going to do that anytime soon. But like, that's kind of the pen that I've been looking at. Yeah, I think the、uh, nibs. dot com. They actually order dorsal fans from time to time, as、mm. they come in and they sell immediately. So if the、uh, if you if you happen to be lucky enough for them to be restocking when you seize them, you can grab them.、Um, but yeah, other than that, their special order pens 
takes a while. And yeah. I think the Urushi color, I think the most unique color they have, it is green. They have green Urushi and more blue Urushi, actually, um, underneath the black one. And that actually shows a really unique color, in my opinion. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, um, the dorsal fin, too, uh, in case anyone didn't know, the entire, sh- it, it, it looks like a uh, uh, katana sheath really and the uh, the unique shape is actually from them actually building the rushi instead of uh cutting it like that and uh each That's one yeah it's is is rushi is like paint is they basically build layers of layers of paint or kind of like clay um yeah natural rushi is like uh tonka tonka powder Mm-hmm. Mix with the uh, tonka powder, mix with rushi, and so it dries much harder uh, than normal finishes. And they just kind of layer on to make the shape that they want. But they start from a normal paint shape. And Nakaya is handmade. And in case anyone is wondering from my own personal experience, you can set the feed of Nakaya mm, using very hot water. Interesting. Yeah, I was looking at the um, making of Nakaya pens and uh, stuff. They, the nibsmith uses a uh, steamer to heat up the, <laughs> uh, the, to heat up the feed and to kind of melt it to, to force it and fit, to, to shape it together. Um, I mean, most people doesn't have a steamer, but most people can boil hot water. Right. So you can just boil hot water, drop your nib in there, and uh, very carefully do not burn yourself. Maybe most likely <laughs> wearing, please wear a glove. I beg you, please wear a glove. And uh, you can try to uh, shape or mold the uh, the feet to your nib if you have some kind of fitment issues. It may take a few more few tries before it works well, but if you have fitment issues with your nib and the feed for a pun nib, you can try to do that. I think you can actually do that for a, a number of other plastic nibs too because the plastic actually do get soft and moldable around that temperature. Right. Yeah, so there is that for the pun. And, uh, oh, I forgot to say, the how do you water? Uh, Nakaya typically, if you're lucky, I think I got lucky. Um, they will actually put you in front of a line if someone canceled. And Ooh. the blank that was supposed to be to use for a certain someone's pen, having to fit your need, they will move you. They'll, they'll move whoever has similar pens to the top of the line. I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Like, you know, they're not just going to toss the blank out. Yeah, Granted, yeah, yeah, in theory, they could put it away, but like, you know, just keep working on it. So, <laughs> yeah, so I think mine is uh, someone, someone backed out of a certain, like, I think it was brown. Uh, it was red, actually. Sorry, it was red. Uh, the red base, someone backed out one of their pens. So, my wet line went from a year and nine months because mine is a little more uh, intense in terms of making technique. Mm-hmm. And they told me it's ready in like eight. Wow, it's great. Yeah, it was great. It, it, I was really surprised. And like, oh yeah, we just happened to have a. Uh, they, they, according to the email, they just happened to have a, a spare 
pen for me. They can start working on. So just push me to the front of a line. They do it. Um, I doubt that's gonna happen for me or for yeah. a lot of other people out there. But, it doesn't happen you know? for a lot of other people. Yeah. If if you buy from, you can actually email Platinum directly. Uh, they have a very nice lady that's want to work with you. In fact, that's it. The unique thing about Nakaya is actually you can send their artist ideas that you want. You can tell them the ideas that you want to do, and they will actually try to create the painting for you. Right before they're actually going to put it onto the pen, they'll try to like they show will you what it's going to look like. You, right? Yeah, they will show you in like small paper draft how it looks like before they pin it on the pen. So you can actually right. work with them to create the very personalized pen that you want. I mean, it seems to me that like we need some more platinum pen makers to go to retire, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. I was. It would definitely say it's an art that is being lost and in a lot of different areas because I mean, we I have a lot more people getting into fountain pens now. I mean, it it is kind of and. I don't know if antique technology, but it is definitely older technology. Um, but I notice a lot more people getting into this hobby, so never know. Yeah, so hopefully Japan can keep the traditions. And uh, well, a lot of there's a lot of uh, New York Urushi maker, Urushi uh, finisher in USA now. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a little more experimental, like they like uh, I think the. Uh, uh, Jonathan Broke from Carolina Company that's doing it based on the clear acrylic, which has a very unique finish on the Urushi as well. Hmm. But the main issue with Urushi lacquer is that Urushi lacquer, by its nature, is an allergen. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the a lot of uh, pensmith, they say they get used to it after a while. <laughs> well, it, so it means that like if you're just kind of getting getting into it, you haven't developed the human like response to be able to take Urushi it. Urushi so lacquer be... is the same family tree as poison ivy. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so one out of four people is not allergic to it. So you need to be lucky one out of you four you either be lucky have that gene where you get used to it <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's one of the main issues with using urushi is uh the urushi itself in wet form can cause allergy because the urushi oil the urushi oils are the uh main main reason for allergies on a lot of people and i think there um it doesn't happen to most people in fact, uh, there's a very, very few cases that I ever heard that actually happens. But I think there was a lady on the Fountain Pen Network. She stated that she's hyper allergic to Rushi Pen to the fact that she can't really hold them, even though well, it's cured for a while. I mean, I hear the same thing with people who are deathly allergic to like peanuts and um, gluten, right? Like, Someone can touch a peanut, put it down, and then handshake someone, and that will cause an allergic reaction. Yeah, so... Uh, so I, I, I would imagine this would be the same thing, right? Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I don't think it happens to most people. And, sure. Uh, 
just be careful when you want to buy a Urushi <laughs> pen. I, I, I would say 99.999% of the people shouldn't worry about it. There are some people that's really freaking out about buying their first Urushi pen. They, they're afraid, like, what if you're still gassing off? What if I'm allergic? Most of you should be fine. Yeah. If you're allergic to Urushi oil, you know. <laughs> you will know. <laughs> you would know. Before you even buy it. So I would say go ahead and enjoy the art to the materials. Um don't be, don't, don't, don't worry too much about your allergic reactions. And, and you've enjoyed your uh, Nakaya pen for a couple of years now, so I mean, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The so here's the thing. Um, I wonder a little bit if I take too good care of it because the finish supposed to be the. Uh, Painting underneath is supposed to show up more and more as I use it because the painting gets oh, rubbed off, the surface gets rubbed off, so the uh, the the arts on the bottom become brighter and brighter and brighter. And same goes to the uh, if you expose to more light, it should be brighter. I did not happen. And I have some yet. theories about that. I have a couple theories about that. Um, yeah. Number one, maybe you are babying it too much. Number two, like. Um, I mean, you've only had it for a couple of years, right? Like, in theory, you should be having it for multiple, multiple tens, 15 years down the That's line, then you'll really see yet, it. Right. Right. The other theory is that I know that you are a man who doesn't perspire very much. Um, like, your hands just don't get very sweaty. So maybe your hands don't generate enough of the corrosive sweat to be able to make that happen fast enough compared to other people. Hmm... Maybe that actually may happen. Yeah, so <laughs> that's a theory. It's a so theory. yeah, yeah. So like the the rising dragon finish, all the other like the other the the special finishes for Nakaya that's supposed to have your uh, color show more over a lot of time. I'm not seeing it. I'll mm. be completely honest. I, I just don't see it. So I I think for me for fountain pen uh, Rushi finishes i'm just gonna enjoy how however they come in and the don't expect it to change anytime soon <laughs> all right well i think i mean that pretty much covers everything about platinum slash uh nakaya right yeah that, that i always say that pretty much covers everything for them for this company uh where there's companies in <laughs> plural and um well, I think this is a, actually a pretty good wrap-up for Japanese pen in general since we just spent the last 20, 30 minutes on the Rushi pens, which actually <laughs> is uh, Which I'd say is like fair. I think that's one. fair. Yeah, it's a common common finishes for a lot of Japanese pens, too. So Yeah. And honestly, like, again, like, coming into this, I didn't have as much of a good background knowledge of Platinum, but, like, uh, they seem really cool now. I, I kind of want to get another platinum pen in my collection now. Another look at it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. go for it. The only issue, the only, I think the only gripe a lot of people have pl with platinum is platinum does not have piston filler options. Which I don't care about. At all. They don't have platinum piston filler at all. But if you can get, get around that, that only issue, I think they're fine. Yeah. No issue for me, so. I mean, honestly, they're there. If, if you really just want the ink capacity, 
use your cartridge. Their cartridge is like a monster ink holder. It's, I think it's 1.3 millimeter, maybe. <laughs> Let me see. Ink cartridge. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. And honestly, I have uh, two of their converters. Their converters are actually really nice. I like them more than the Pilot ones. Nakaya actually provides uh, special painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen those. On the converters. They actually paint a little bit on the converters. It looks nice. Yeah, so uh, you can definitely use it. Mm, yeah, that one doesn't say converters, so. All right. I think this is a good place for us to stop for the for the time being. I think this is a pretty good wrap up for the big three Japanese pen company. Yeah. We will proceed with maybe going over some other brand on the next one where we can take a slight break um, and uh, discuss the, the current pen available and the current product availability as well. But uh, it fully we'll depends see. on how we feel next time. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So until next time, Collins. All right, Frank. All right, All right. I'll talk to you later. Good night. Good night.